Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Welcome to the latest episode of Bodcast. As this year's Mental Health Awareness Week theme is anxiety, we're speaking to Dave Smithson. I'm Hazel Dockery, by the way, from Practice Plan. So thank you very much for joining us, Dave. Um, first of all, uh, can you just explain a bit more about anxiety, what it is and and what the charity does? Yeah, of course. Thanks, Hazel. I'm delighted to, to join you today. Um, we we position anxiety as that feeling of unease or fear that we get when we when we're faced with something maybe it's threatening or a difficult situation, something that we you know creates that little bit of fear, but it actually can be quite a normal and sometimes even helpful emotion to experience. Um, however, but it, it, if that anxiety becomes too strong or if it's there all the time, then it can become a long-term condition or disorder. And particularly if it starts to interfere with your your day-to-day functioning and it stops you actually getting on with doing what you need to do or you want to do. So, you know, I, who doesn't feel anxious about things a little bit at a time, but it, it doesn't stop us doing those things, does it? I mean, I'm yeah. probably felt a little bit anxious about coming on and doing this podcast with you today, but I'm still... Oh, that makes it. two of us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we can all relate to it in that context. I mean, public speaking generally is something that a lot of people get anxious about. But it doesn't stop them doing it. They 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 get overcome those fears and those those, those worries, um, and 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 manage it through various means. Um, so it's about that that fear or that worry becoming so great and so strong it stops you being able to function normally. You start to avoid situations, yeah. you, uh, social anxiety. You start to avoid going out and meeting your friends and socialising. Um, agoraphobia is a form of anxiety, a fear of being away from that safe, comfortable place where you feel uh, content. So you know, I once had a lady tell me she hadn't left her own home for, for over three years because wow. her agoraphobia was so all-encompassing and dis- uh, debilitating for her. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's when, and, and, and what we do at Anxiety UK is we, we, we work to try and help raise awareness, um, provide information, support and advice on all levels of stress, anxiety disorders, stress and anxiety-based depression through yeah. a whole range of different services, a lot of which are now available, of course, online post the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and also access to talking therapy, which is often the the gold levels of gold-plated standard of of support that people can expect from for anxiety. I mean, I, we speak to quite a number of people who um, work in sort of well-being. Um, one of them told me that with certainly with depression, that you there is no such thing as a cure. You learn to live with it and you learn to manage it. Is that the case with anxiety or, or, or can yes, you actually overcome it? You can overcome it, but there's no such thing as a cure. And I think yeah. the, the best way to sort of put that into context and explain why is that, uh, as I said a few seconds ago, it can be helpful. It can be it can be a helpful emotion to experience. So a simple sort of example, you know, who doesn't feel a little bit worried or anxious about crossing a main road? You get yeah. to the curb and you look left and right and you check there's no traffic coming. And that's that that's that's a form of you know, it's a helpful form of anxiety, isn't it? 
it, mm. it's protecting us from walking out into that road and not worrying yeah. about what's coming down the road. If you were to cure yourself of that anxiety, you to eliminate that anxiety in totality, you wouldn't think twice about walking down into that road, regardless of what was coming down there. So yeah. you know that that that's that's maybe a sort of very simple analogy to give to to explain why it's we're not looking for a cure, we're looking for ways to cope and manage it, yeah. strategies to cope, strategies to deal with it, um, and that can range from a variety of things. It can be simple self-help tools, breathing exercises distraction techniques as I say all the way up to a combination of both medication and, and talking therapy at the, at the other end of the scale and and lots of different tools and techniques and strategies in between I mean there's yeah. a there's an interesting um, massive study going on at the moment at King's College in London looking at the genetic link between anxiety and depression right. um, and they are looking to you know, get samples um, swabs from people about 40,000 um, um, applicants, I think, the people that they're trying to get engaged in this in this particular study to see if there is a, a genetic link between anxiety and depression with a view to creating a, a treatment protocol at some stage in the future to allow them to, to play with our DNA and, and, and reduce that genetic link. Um, but what they wouldn't want to do is to eliminate it altogether, as again, the to eliminate it altogether would would remove that that little you know but what they would do is that they're hoping to do i'm sure is to be able to reduce that level of anxiety and or depression to a level where it is manageable and, and, and people can live with it and cope with it and, and and still function normally do we know what i mean i, I hear what you're saying like anxiety is, is, a, is like a, a a safety measure for a yeah. lot of us um but when it tips over to being a problem are there certain people who are more likely to suffer from that sort of thing or 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 not no in, in all honesty it, it can affect anybody and everybody and and i mean i talked there about a genetic link i mean there is evidence that there is a genetic link um, and that it is passed down in our DNA for some people. Other causes could be you know, traumatic experiences. Um, I mean, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, used to be uh, classified as, a, as an anxiety condition. In the last um, diagnostic uh, manual that came out, it was it was separated out into its own category. Right. Um, but trauma and PTSD can be a cause of anxiety. Genetic yeah. links can be you know, genetic links are there, um, and and imbalance in 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 the um, in chemicals in our, in our in our bodies and in our brains can can cause anxiety. Um, lived experiences, um, and and certainly growing up, um, learnt learnt behaviours. So a lot of simple fears and phobias like the fear of spiders, the fear of mice. You know, if you grew up in a house that that, that you know whenever a a spider was seen crossing the the kitchen floor. Somebody screamed and jumped on the stool. As a young person, you would have regarded that as normal behaviour, and you would learn that behaviour yeah. by 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 those around you, your siblings or or, or, or guardians or parents. Behaviour would influence your own behaviour. The same was they they influence our behaviour in, in in other ways, and you know, even even the way we speak, isn't it? Our, our our accents are influenced by those around us. Uh, and so learned behaviours is another form of, of, of causing anxiety. So lots of different reasons. And then and anybody can be can be susceptible to that. I mean, I often you hear sometimes of 
lots of high profile celebrities recently have been talking about their anxieties and and helping put it on the map in, in many ways and, and, and help reducing some of the stigma, which is great. But um, you also hear people say, oh, well, what have you got to be anxious about? Or you're a big famous footballer earning £200,000 a week. Well, why, why are you anxious? You, you've got nothing to be anxious about. Well, they have. And they, 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 it doesn't mean you know, it, it doesn't have any sort of there's no sort of social economic group that, that, that anxiety is, is, is restricted to. It can it can impact anybody, regardless of your um, your personal circumstances or any other characteristics. And have you noticed much of an increase um, since the pandemic? Because I've seen that there have been um, studies, that there was a study done last year, wasn't there? Certainly about uh, young people and, and the figures seem to have gone up immensely. Yeah, they, they, they did. Certainly at the start of the pandemic, there was a lot of reaction to, to what was going on. I mean, I, I mentioned it a little while ago, didn't I? That lady who hadn't gone outside for, for over three years. I mean, when, when I remember speaking to her on our helpline, Five or six years ago, and um, you know, uh, thinking at the time, goodness me, what what must that be like to be sort of isolated in your own home? Now, yeah. of course, three years after the pandemic, we can all relate to that. We can all understand what that's like. And and you know, there was lots of reasons why the government in, 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 were encouraging us during the, the the pandemic to, in periods of lockdown, to go out and get one hour's exercise every day. It wasn't just about our physical health; it yeah. was just about our mental health as much as that. And that they recognised and understood the impact on our mental health in being isolated, not having those social networks to fall back on that we normally just take for granted. Yeah. Um, so, and also the you know, getting out into fresh air, um, enjoying nature around us, and all those kind of things are, are also good for our mental well-being. So, you know, there was a lots of layers of, of reasons why they were encouraged us to do that. But yeah, so we did see a lot of. A high sort of spike in the early days. Um, then we saw that sort of switch, and, 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 and we saw people then worrying about going back to work and going back to the workplace and returning to some degree of normality. That was causing different levels of anxiety, yeah. mixing again in public transport on the tube and buses, etc. So yeah. there's there's been lots of reasons over the last three years why. It's been different ways of, 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 of challenges for people to deal with. Um, and anxiety um, has, has you know, very much um, been at the forefront of, of, of those challenges that we faced, on, as well as the, the pandemic itself. So uh, but I do think in some cases that's returning to some degree of, of pre-pandemic levels. Yeah. But not everywhere. There are still pockets of people who are still still struggling. Um, yeah and, and particularly young people and and if you if you know someone who suffers with anxiety I mean what what's the best way that you we could be of help to them I think first and foremost is to to, to think about you know, to talk about it to talk to somebody about it to to overcome the stigma don't be worried about it it's it's actually a, and it's, it's a, a phrase that a lot of people use these days and it sounds a bit of a, a cliche but it's very true but it is okay to be not to be okay and it's okay to talk to somebody about it you know I mean people worry about being judged and, and, and the impact it might have on their particularly their work standing if if, if it's a work related issue even yeah. if it's not work related to you know for even more reason a lot of people will not want to talk about it in the workplaces because it relates to something that's going on at home and they don't see the relevance but yeah. Talking to somebody can really, really help. And we 
Um, we've got one of our celebrity ambassadors, a guy called Nick Brewer, who did a little video for us, and he's some sort of his, his strap line is then just you know, talk to somebody is you know just talk about it. It's so important. So encouraging somebody to talk about it, to express their feelings, to to share it with somebody else, uh, and and be you know, if you are that person who's supporting somebody, be non-judgmental and be very and try and be as empathetic as you can be non-judgmental listen uh, um, support and 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 you know follow through if you say you're going to do something to help them make sure you do it and follow through with it yeah given that time and that space try and imagine yourself what they must be going through try and literally put yourself in their shoes and and try and imagine what it must be like before we rush the judgment and then you know encourage them to look at some of the self-help tools and techniques that are available there's lots of lots of products out there that people can look at there's there's podcasts there's books there's self-help books self-help materials there's breathing exercises distraction techniques we've got a, a couple of leaflets on our website that people could download um that are free of charge guidance on different breathing distraction techniques that they can look at yeah and if you know if if, if those simple self-help tools or the peer support maybe going to a peer support group again we run an online peer support group twice a week now if those kind of things are not helping you might need more professional help and that's when you need to maybe reach out to your gp talk to your doctor maybe medication if 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 that's something you want to try or talking therapy which is what the nice guidelines recommend more often than not would be counseling or cognitive behavioral therapy cbt yeah um i mean there are there can be waiting list issues in certain areas it varies from part different parts of the country that's yeah. where we tend to come in a lot of people turn to anxiety uk and, and and access therapy with us because our our talking therapy services are are um, available to all of our members you need to be a member of the charity to be able to access them um but the the the, the therapy fees are then discounted you, you you would be allocated to a an anxiety uk approved therapist who is a a private therapist but they don't charge their normal private rates they charge a discounted sliding scale of rates therapy fees for our clients based on their personal financial circumstances so it's a, a means tested system oh that's uh, good so and also i suppose it's a way of getting a, around the very very long waiting list that there yeah. is for any mental health treatment on the nhs at the moment isn't it absolutely i mean most of our clients will get access have their first well they they, they will have their first uh, appointment with a therapist within two weeks <gasps> that's good yeah, I oh. mean, we, 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 our average is seven days, so we, we, we're trying to do it within a week, but we we guarantee it'll be within two weeks and we, we, you know, we're hitting that target. And I say it, it, it is a paid for service, but it's significantly discounted. I mean, at the, the bottom end of the scale, you'll only pay £15 for a session of therapy, whereas privately you might be paying £80, £90. So yeah. it is it is a good saving. That's and, a lot um, cheaper, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And, and sorry. Please. No, say it's that, that's at the top end of the scale. So you get the talking therapy, your medication, and or a combination of both. Um, if if the self help, self management tools don't work. Right. So the message that I'm getting from you is that anxiety uh, is normal. Um, yeah. So it, it for most people will suffer a a form of anxiety at some point. We might just call it nervousness. Um, and then when it it only becomes a problem when it, it's a problem for you. Is that correct? Yeah, when it starts to impact your day-to-day -day functioning, if you can't, if you can't go to work in the morning because it's just so 
uh, overwhelming your anxiety is just so off the scale you just can't face it you can't get out the door or or when you get to work you might be just we hear a lot about presenters and people who are at work who are actually not well enough to be at work but they're worried about not going to work um you know they they actually sit there and, and just stare at their screens all day but not actually being productive yeah. you know, when, when you, if, you, if that's how you're feeling if you know that you're you're, 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 you've got that something is blocking you doing what you want to do or you need to do that's the time to seek professional help yeah and the message is talk talk to someone about it don't talk just to sit somebody there. yeah get help try the self-help tools if they're not working get the professional help or get in touch with you at anxiety uk that's, yeah we have a helpline that's open 9 30 to 5 30 monday to friday we've got a, um, a a chat bot on our website that can signpost you to information advice on our website 24 7 so the chat the chat service will, will guide you around the website we'll even signpost you to some of the free resources that you can download from our website um and yeah contact us and and, and, and at any time night or day and we even if we're not there our chat bot will help you our, our service is called ask anxia and, and yeah. what, what's your what's your helpline number then helpline number is um O three trouble four seven seven five seven seven four. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. It's been great to talk to you. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Dave Smithson. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.